0: Let my tree bear good fruit so I can be used by you. You are hearing the song, Used By You, from my dear friends, Tori and Shauna. You can find their latest album, Share Your Love, Volume 2, wherever you stream your favorite songs. I'm recording once again from my studios here in Hilliard, Ohio, powered by The Spot Athletics. I can't wait for you to meet today's guest. Thank you for listening. Make sure to like, share on all your platforms. For now, let's get into today's episode. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Unscripted from my studios here in Hilliard, Ohio, powered by the Spot Athletics. I'm excited today. I got one of my hometown guys on, one of Austin, my son's favorite teammates. Man, Gage,
1: how are you? And I've been good. I've been good. All
0: right, so let's start at the beginning. First of all, you're gauge keys and you're from Hilliard, Ohio. Mom and
1: Dad still live here? Yes, yeah, so and they're in London right now at Choctaw Lake. So hey, we they just got done renovating and doing like this. So basically, yeah, that's gonna be the new spot when I come home and stuff to hang out and whatnot.
0: London, Ohio?
1: Yeah, I guess it's
0: up in London. Yeah. For me, I thought they were at the coronation with the king this week. Oh
1: no. <laughs> no. no.
0: All right, all right. Well, good for them. Yeah, it's good. And and your sister
1: is uh, what's she doing? She's at Elizabeth City, uh, North Carolina, playing volleyball. So she's been having a really good time there. Been trying to watch and kind of follow along through social media, I guess, how that's been going and stuff. Well,
0: Gage is my guy. So Gage played on a team with Austin. How year young? You're younger than Austin. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm one year younger.
0: You're younger than Austin. So you're a junior. You're going mm-hmm. okay. You're going in your yeah. senior season or junior?
1: Yeah, so senior year, technically, like academics wise, I'll graduate from school in the fall in KU, so I'll get that degree like in December, and then eligibility wise, I have technically three years left, so I could be here for up to three years if I wanted to. Come on, and do kind of whatever with that. So it just depends on how the season goes and whatnot. But wait, um, so you got three years of eligibility left? yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy how it works. Like, so my freshman year was COVID, so that year didn't count. And then I had medical redshirt in my second year because I had shoulder surgery. Right. So then my third year I played, and that was my first year, like, using eligibility. So technically I don't have three years left after that. So,
0: do you know who you might not know who this name is because it's a throwback? Do you know who Perry Ellis is?
1: Definitely Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Kansas Yeah, deep from basketball. I remember watching it play actually. I was real young boy. So there's yeah. there's
0: kind of an ongoing thing that Perry it seemed like Perry Ellis was at Kansas forever. So it's kind of funny that you could possibly be
1: like on that Perry Ellis <laughs> yeah. plan. Yeah, facts. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. I'm overcoming. <laughs> All right.
0: all right. Well, so let's start at the beginning, man. You graduate from Davidson and it's been a minute. So you're a return guest and we're working on some stuff. So everybody just needs to know we're working on some plans with my guy, Gage. So, uh, you know, stay tuned for that. But let's start at the beginning, man. You graduate, you chose Minnesota. And as you said, you had, you know, you had the path you just talked about. Let's talk about Minnesota, man. How was it playing in the Big Ten? You didn't get to play a lot because you, you, you know, you said you had COVID and then the injury. So, but what was it like playing yeah. in the Big Ten?
1: Playing in the Big Ten, it was it was cool. It was like a dream come true almost, just because like living in Big Ten country and like watching that, you know, all the time, Ohio State, in Indiana, things like that. It was real cool to experience. I got to play with a lot of really good players, and I got to get, I got to get coached by a lot of really good coaches. So. It was a really good experience all in all. I think that kind of all worked together to help make me the player and person I am today. Uh, I met some of my best friends there. I met my current girlfriend there. So I've been really grateful for a lot of the people that I met there. And it was a really good time. You know, Minneapolis is a nice area. Not a lot of people really know too much about it, like, I guess, from Ohio from that standpoint. But I feel like it was a really cool place to live. So it was a lot to do out there. It was fun.
0: So you, what were some of the schools you looked
1: at? before you chose Minnesota? So, during, throughout high school, Cincinnati was really big and I was close to home. I really, I had early connection with them since I was like early in high school. So, that was a big one. Indiana, also, I was very close to home, kind of, they, they recruited me pretty hard. Them three, I took official visits to in high school, actually, but then I had went on visits to Michigan State, Kentucky, Prince State, Ohio State, like, a lot of the Big Ten schools I had taken visits to, so, I was mainly kind of like who recruiting me throughout high school and whatnot.
0: And you've got history and lineage in your family. Your mom was Indiana, right? Yep. And your dad was Wake Forest? And yes, sir. Yeah, so you got some history in the family. So was there yeah. ever pressure when you were in the recruiting phase from the family to be like, hey, you got to go, go there?
1: No? <laughs> no, I don't have any pressure at all. They were kind of just like, yeah, it's your decision. Like, we'll support you either way. So it was it was pretty good. It was nice. I got to experience all of that, like recruiting in high school. And also, like, it was cool to be able to get recruited by both of their schools. So I had taken visits to Lake Forest in Indiana. It was kind of cool to go on those trips with them and, like, hear them talk about their old, like, stories and things like that from college. So I was really grateful to be able to have parents that had, like, helped me get me in that situation and be able to experience, like, the process with them well now.
0: They're great parents. And, you know, I Austin ended up going where I went, and that's Mount Vernon. He graduated mm-hmm. this week. There's something special about that. So It's pretty cool, though, that they let you, you know, choose your own path and not not force you to go where you, you know, where they went. So, all right. So what would you tell your younger self right now? And we're going to we're going to get into the transfer portal and things like that in a minute. But what would you tell your younger self right now, knowing what you know now about recruiting and visits and and all that? What would you tell your younger self?
1: I would say don't pay attention to any of the materialistic stuff about it. So like, as far as like these like facilities and like how nice stuff looks and like things like that, like brands, like Nike, Adidas, whatever, like don't, don't pay attention to any stuff like that. Kind of focus on like who really wants you like and who really can maximize your potential in the right way to where you're going to be happy. They're going to be happy. And it's going to be like a really good connection. That's really about the people, a lot about the people. So. How well you connect with players that are on the team currently and how, how well you connect with coaches is a very big part of kind of the whole, like, recruiting process. So that's pretty much the advice I give myself. Did you,
0: we we probably covered this on the first episode, but you were a baller, too. You played hoop. So mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Did yeah. you ever look at hoop as instead of football?
1: So, to be honest, most of my high school career, yeah, I would, I like, I didn't realize I wasn't going to play college basketball until I was literally, like, junior in high school and, like, had, like, Larry Johnson from Ohio State come to school, like, for football. Like, I'm just like, okay, I should probably, like, focus more on this football film. But I really enjoyed basketball a lot throughout high school. And that was my favorite sport all growing up. I put a lot of time and effort into basketball. Like, honestly, like, Compared to football, like, before, like, high school and stuff, like, I did most of the basketball training. Like, I was really serious in basketball. I played AAU year-round on, like, top teams and stuff like that. So, really, like, that was my main focus. And then, like, kind of, like, once, like, high school started going and I was playing football and, like, goals were coming in before I had really, like, dedicated myself to it in the same way as basketball, that's kind of when I realized, like, okay, I could really, like, do something special with, like, the whole football field. team quick. Are you happy with the decision you made? Oh yeah, I'm very happy. I, I'm in a very, very fortunate situation right now, and so it's been a blessing. Well, I've got to learn a lot about myself as well on the journey. So like, I feel like I mean, I wouldn't trade it for the world, the whole experience and everything. So yeah, I'm happy with my decision. Do you still get to hoop? Not as much as I'd like to. <laughs> and here's why. why but mo most, so like when I'm playing basketball, I want to really play. Like, and I want to be able to like. You no, know, because, like, for me, I can't hoop the way I used to. Like, I had shoulder surgery at my side. It hurts to shoot the ball. Like, I'm getting heavier playing D-line. Like, I can't really just run around how I used to. So, like, for me to play basketball, I have to really lock in. Like, I can't accept going out there. Like, some guys will just go out there just play around. Like, I can't just, like, play around. Like, I've played it too long. Like, I just, it's got to be serious. And it's something where, like, I would love to just go out and play all the time. but. Right now, that's just not where I'm at. Now, when I'm older, like, you know, see me in, like, the older, in all old men's leagues, I'm going to play basketball when I'm older for sure. Like,
0: what's the, What do they uh, call uh, that, yeah. the Kingdom League from our guys at 270? Yeah, 270 hoops, man. I, I know I'm going to see Gage out there with, like, right. Jerry <laughs> Sullinger. He's probably gonna be <laughs> yeah. pushing about three bills at that point. You know, he's going to be about 50, and Gage is going to be out there just <laughs> dunking on it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> hooping, yes. Of course, I'll definitely love him to
0: <laughs> Shout out Jared sure. Salinger, man. I don't yes, even know him, but. but
1: <laughs> well, that was a big role right. for me growing up too, Jared. Sure, so,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, you know, so let's speak to it because I think you spoke to it again on the first episode. But, you know, let's speak mm-hmm. to the team that you were on. I know, you know, to this day, man, that's that's Austin's brothers. Oh, yeah. You know, he, he speaks so highly and, you know, he played baseball. You know, like mm-hmm. you, he, he yeah. chose baseball versus football. But, man, mm-hmm. that team that you guys were on was special. And Coach Congrove, that was, that was really that's, special, right?
1: Yeah, facts. That was one of the best experiences in sports I've had, just because, like, the success that we had was really just based off how close we were to each other and, like, yeah. how, like, cool and connected everyone was. And, like, being, like, a college athlete now and looking back, like, I can see that's why we were, like, that's why we had success for real. Because, mm-hmm. like, we might not have always have, like, the most basketball talent. Now, we had a lot of talented athletes and we had some real good players. Like, don't get me wrong. But, like, as far as, like, basketball, you know, some of the teams we end up playing in the playoffs, like, guys dropping 40, that's, like, 6-8. Like, I'm just, throw I don't know. But the way we was able to hang in and kind of win games like that, like, the Western South games back when I was a freshman, like, games like that, like, that was really based off the bond kind of we had uh, with each other. And that's kudos to the coaching staff. Like, they did a really good job with basketball. Also, just, like, the guys, like, buying in and being connected and things like that, so...
0: It's funny when Austin was a freshman at Mount Vernon, there was a guy you guys knocked out Taze Valley in the first round and their best player. Yep. I don't remember his name off the top of my head, Ryan. I think his name is, but um, we were walking around campus and he didn't realize Austin played, you know, at Davidson mm-hmm. and they got to talking and, and he said, Man, that team was huge.
1: <laughs> team, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like,
0: <laughs> the shortest player was about what six four, six three. Yeah. <laughs> nah, <Not, laughs>
1: yeah. Like, it was weird.
0: <laughs> Max, It was, it was a lot yeah. of, a lot of giants. And so that was yeah, funny man. to hear from somebody else from an school, but, um, mm-hmm. all right. So you go to Minnesota, couple of tough years, COVID injury. So let's talk about the injury first. How did it happen? And
1: uh, what was the rehab like? So basically it was, it happened in the spring of my second year. So this was right after the COVID season, which a lot of the COVID season, I had COVID a lot during that time. So I was quarantined, like more than I wasn't COVID. So, like, I was really excited to get out there and, like, be able to have opportunity to kind of show what I could do. And then my shoulder, I got hurt. So, I missed spring ball and fall camp my second year. And, like, fall camp's really the most important, like, thing out of the year. So, like, playing-wise, like, as guys who haven't played, like, that's the chance for you to prove yourself and you ultimately get on the field. So, I missed spring ball and that. Uh, and so, I got back, like, three-fourths of the way through the season. And at that point, like, I was still rehabbing. I wasn't able to play in any games. And the rehab process, it was long. and It was definitely frustrating because I, I got to see a lot of my friends on the team out there playing and stuff. And, you know, you just want to be out there with them because like, you put all the work in and stuff. So, like, it was definitely hard. And it was definitely kind of one of the hardest experiences I think I've been through just because I was in college. I, I got injured in high school before, but it was different because, like, I have my family. I was still going to school, like, in person and stuff. Like, I still have my friends that, like, I grew up with. So, like, it was, like, easy to kind of get through it but then like, in college, like, being alone, and not necessarily alone, because I had some really good, like, friends and teammates that like helped me out through it. But, like, not having your parents there, just being far away from home in general, like, it was kind of hard, you know, to get through that. But, I mean, that made me definitely stronger and it made me appreciate the game of football a lot more. Because, like, I don't think up to that point, I had really appreciated it for what it was and for the opportunity that it had given me. So, like, being out and getting able to watch and, like, taking yourself out of, like, the heat of the moment getting to see it kind of from like a helicopter view, I feel like it really like showed me that like, I need to give more to it and really I can get a lot out of it. I like work hard and push myself.
0: So is PJ Fleck what he appears to be?
1: It depends. It depends who you are, you know. Uh, that's probably a subject I'm not going to really talk too much that's about cool. until that's cool. that's probably after not a I'm out question. of college. Yeah, yeah. now after college is over, I'll definitely kind of explain more about that situation. Earlier.
0: Not a fair question. So let me ask: Is is he as inspiring as he appears to be?
1: Not necessarily. Okay. I mean, not to me, exactly. Cool. Uh,
0: all right, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Appreciate that. And that wasn't neither one of those were sure. fair questions. So all right. all good. So either way, you decided to transfer. So, well, let me ask you this really quick. When you were in Big Ten country, did you travel with the team when you were injured? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: so when I was injured, no, my second year when I was injured, I didn't. But this third, like my third season, the one that I actually got to play, like this last year, I got to play. And so, I, yeah, I traveled on with games. It was good. I was the good. Was... Did you play at the shoe or was it at home? No, we did not. We actually did not play Ohio State last year. We played them the year before. It was the first game of the season when I was hurt. So that kind of hurt, too, because I was like, damn, bro, I really wanted not be there for that one. Yeah. But honestly, yeah, I, I had to miss that opportunity, bro. No, I wish I would not been out there for that been uh, inside.
0: So I see your car. Well, I saw, I used to see your car down the street at at our guy mm-hmm. Dylan's house. So you yeah. guys were getting after it in the basement for a while. Um, Are you guys still connect? Do you still do that? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, for sure. Anytime I'm home, we'll definitely work out. Anytime, like. I'll ask him questions and stuff, and I'll text him, like, what not. He's really into, like, working out and, like, rehab, things like that, too, just like me. So, like, we kind of connect and, like, talk about different things, you know, and, like, sometimes, like, talk about the future and things you want to do, you know, like, business-wise, things like that. But definitely, I stay in contact with him a good amount. And, you know, that's one of the big one, guys, that kind of really he. He, like, was one of the first people who really helped me, like, to push myself, like, past kind of what I thought I could do as far as, like, working out and things like that. So, like, I definitely appreciate him. So, I definitely stay in contact all the time for sure.
0: Yeah, Deep Bunyak's a good one, man. And that's cool. You guys still have a brotherhood even, you know, as you've moved on to other things. So, all right. Injury happens. COVID happens. Last year, you got to play. So let's talk transfer portal because I don't understand Mm -hmm. it. You know, I think we all talk about it. We all see it. We being fans. Mm -hmm. What is the process of the decision? And then what do you have to do as an athlete, like to go through the transfer portal? What what does that even mean?
1: So basically, like the decision is kind of like the hardest part on saying like, what's you like? Got through that and I'll get back to that. But once you like get through that, like as far as entering the portal, you just kind of email your school's compliance and then you just tell them, like, oh, I'd like to enter my name into the portal. And then, like, depending on your sport, there's like different windows where it actually like opens. And so there's these certain dates and they'll tell you like the dates or whatever. So, like, the people who email you back will be like, okay, like it opens on this day. So your name will be officially on this day. Boom. You just got to fill out some paperwork, like sign your name, and then they'll put you in there. And once you're in the portal and the portal is open, like you can get contacted by any schools. They can recruit you. It's just like high school here. Okay. Gonna, like, yeah, you. Right. They'll call you, things like that. And they'll send up visits like real fast. Cause like the transfer portal windows aren't very long. So you want to get your visits set or kind of like, it's really a quick process, like quicker than high school. You got like really like, you are on the clock to decide almost. So yeah, that's, I mean, pretty simple as far as going in and then like the decision, you know. It just depends, like, everything, everybody's situation is different, and t- different people kind of leave schools for different reasons and want to see different opportunities, so it's kind of case by case, I would say, but I feel like some of the, like, portrayal of it, I guess, on social media is kind of negative, right. as with, like, most, like, change and, like, things that are, like, new and different, mm-hmm. a lot of people kind of sometimes can be a little close-minded to it, but I just I would just tell, like, fans, like, in general, like, I wouldn't, like, don't like judge people for leaving and transferring schools because you don't know what could have been going on like in the background. Like you could have had nothing to do with the sport or like their love for the school or anything like that. It could be based off something completely different. And like that's kind of something that everyone I feel like has to respect about other people because you never know by like, what somebody's going through. So that's kind of my little take on the transfer portal. But I think it's a great opportunity for college athletes for sure.
0: I think so too. And, you know, you've mentioned a few things. If we just look back, if we rewinded the tape of our conversation, you know, you had a chance to go to, you visited schools that your mom and dad both went to, Um mm-hmm. you know, you mentioned shoes, right? Nike, mm-hmm. you yeah. played hoop. And so, you know, the influence in AAU of the Nikes mm-hmm. and the Adidas and the Under Armors now and other shoe companies, there, there's a lot of factors when you're an 18 year old kid um mm-hmm. trying to make a decision, right? And, you know, I think a lot of kids will make a decision based on money, you know, based on, gosh, you know, a one-day visit to a college. Can you really know? And I agree with you in terms of that. I, I think it's fair. And then, you know, there's things like playing time. And now, you know, the transfer portal, what what has opened up in the transfer portal is you might have gone as a freshman thinking you were going to fill a slot on the team, you know, be a alignment, for example. Um, mm-hmm. and then your sophomore year, the transfer portal, they go get a guy from Ohio State, Florida State. Uh, I'm just, you know, Miami, whatever mm-hmm. that comes in and he takes your job. <laughs> well, now that you know, what I mean, you know, what I'm saying like, yeah, there's thanks. a lot of factors in play. Is that fair when you're, when you're that athlete? Like, is it fair to say that that's the transfer portal goes both ways, not just one? It does.
1: Yeah, facts. It definitely does go both ways. And certain people, like my second year, the year that I was out, like, we had. Gotten like, I think two or three D line transfers, like from other big time. We had a Clemson D line transfer, actually, two Clemson D line transfers while I was there. And so, like, things like that can definitely, like, sometimes be a little unfair, I guess you could say. But then at the same time, it's like, all right, like, once those guys get there, like, it's kind of up to you. We'll kind of work through it and see right. what the situations, like, because, like, maybe a lot of the times, guys like that, will will be like grad transfers. So, they'll only have one year of we'll fall if you like depending on how much work you put in and where you're at before they get there like you can play and then you can be the next guy up after they leave and still have a lot of rules so it kind of depends and I just don't think like it's 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 weird now it's definitely weird but I don't it can really go either way like you said I think there's You know, the old
0: school mentality would be probably the age that your parents and I are is, Mm -hmm. is the old school mentality would be if they bring in somebody else, then you work harder and you beat them out. And so I think that's, that's easy for, you know, me to say, cause I'm a fan. I've never played the game. I've never been in your position. I think it's easy for people to say, oh, you know, just work harder. Well, I mean, Mm -hmm. but if, if they bring in a fifth year, who's played at a high level for a mm-hmm. high level coach and and been in the BCS, for example, like, like you said, Clemson, mm-hmm. let's just use them for yeah. example there. You know, those guys are in the playoffs mm-hmm. every year. These guys have played at a high level. It doesn't yeah. matter how hard you work. Most, most likely this guy's already seasoned. He's already been there. And I'm oh, thinking yeah. about basketball too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that, that changes the dynamics a bit and therefore, yeah, you know, don't. you know, and yeah. So then you make the decision. So you enter the transfer portal yeah. and now you're at Kansas. So let's, Let's talk about Kansas, man. Did you, first of all, have you gone to, what's it called? Fog,
1: what is it called? Fog, Fog Allen Fieldhouse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's crazy. I'm not going to lie. I've been to a lot of basketball gym, like college basketball. It's definitely probably the most electric atmosphere I've ever seen. Like, it's crazy. Like, they got like chants that's better, like in sync, like, and it's just like so loud because it's like really small. Like, it's small in there for real. And it's like. Kind of old, like it's old school, like it's like it's like original building and stuff. So like, it's loud in there, like it's real loud, and they pack it out, like it's sold out every game, every single game, like it's sold out. You're standing up, and it's like hot, like it's like, and they 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 have an effect on the game. I'm not going. Like, no, no, they no definitely. Doubt. The fans in there have an effect on the game. Like it would be a very hard place. Like having played basketball, like it would be a hard place to play for shit. Like
0: yeah, like a Cameron indoor. I mean, at the end of the day, there's yeah. only four thousand whatever, four or 5,000 people in there and they're packed in, they're on top of you, it's loud. Uh, It does have an effect on a player. I, I, It doesn't matter who a player is, you can't shut that out. So so when you were, you know, you go in the transfer portal, you know, with with your high school process, you had time, you know, you and your mom and dad sat down, looked at the calendar, said, okay, we're going to go here, 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 we're going to visit. You said it's a short window. Did you, were they able to go with you or did you have to do this
1: on your own? So oh, I had a visit to Virginia Tech and my mom was able to go you know, I and I went to Kansas and working on things were able to go. Uh, I had a couple other scheduled, but I ended up going on them and kind of like the window was very short. So like you had to get them in quick and it was kind of difficult. So you had to, it was really like hard a little bit just because of how quick the process is. But at the end of the day, I feel like it's kind of a little bit better in the sense that once you're in the portal and you've been in school, you you know what you're looking for, you know right. why you left and you know what you kind of like want from your out of your next school. So it makes it easier to narrow the schools down. And like you just gotta be real with yourself and be real with like your situation and kind of like you can't wait it out like, Oh, I think like I'll be able to get like a bigger offer or like somewhere, like bigger school, whatever in like a week if I just like whatever, like no, that's not really how it works in the portal because up in the world there's like thousands of people in the portal, so Whatever opportunities you have, on, a say you just gotta capitalize on them because like that window is short and you really don't have like all you don't have a whole year to decide like all. Right. Are you are you happy with the decision? Mm-hmm. Um yeah, yeah. I couldn't have been happier. I don't I honestly did not expect for it to go as well as it's mm-hmm. going and like for me to be as like happy and like at peace, I guess, like as I am with this decision. Like it's been great. Like I'll make it. Them-
0: what made you choose Kansas? What was it, like? What was it about it that just uh, captured your your attention?
1: So first and foremost, I will be honest. So like the biggest like attraction to Kansas is that they were losing like the four oldest D lineman, and so basically I'm in a situation where I've played and I have kind of like some of the most experience out of everybody that's here on the D line and you with all the Chancers. So we kind of like the coaches had communicate as, and it's a situation because what I was looking for is to be able to have the opportunity to show what I can do and play, compete, and being started and compete to start and compete to, you know what I'm saying? So, that's kind of like how I was looking at it, and this was like one of the best opportunities for that. The next thing was the scheme, like the scheme that they ran. So, like, on Minnesota, we play a very smart and conservative defense where it's like, alright, everybody's gapped out, everyone's in their gap. Like, you're all doing one, like, thing just, like, and every defense has its layers and has its responsibilities and jobs, but like, the scheme that we have here allows the D-line to play free and play very aggressive, and you can make, like, calculated risks to decisions, and, like, that ultimately can help you make a lot more plays. And so, like, like being able to learn what I've learned from Minnesota and apply that to, like, my decision process and looking at defenses, like, I'd be up all night in the portal just watching film on, like, all the schools recruiting me and watching how their D-linemen plays and what they were kind of allowed to do and getting a sense of that and then talking to the coaches about it, like, the scheme like fitness me perfectly, like what I wanted to do. It allows me to play every position on the D line. There's I mean, a pack of, I'm in every every position on the D line, so that's kind of in my mind helps maximize like my potential as a very versatile athlete to be able to make plays. So those are like the two biggest things. And then after that, I would say I really connected with the coaches and like talking to the players on the visit and stuff. Like you could tell how real it was and like everything. Like a, a lot of schools and college football, like everyone has a culture basically. I think like being able to like identify and like understand which cultures are real and which ones are just like for show was kind of important. And I felt like the energy I, while I was there, on was basically talking to all the gathering and stuff, like the culture is real and it's about the players. Like, so I kind of, that kind of really attracted me to it because that's something that I wasn't used to as far as like playing and stuff. So it was, it was like, it was a hard decision about the end of the day. Like it was easy or delayed out kind of like like pros and cons, things like that it was it was beautiful
0: It's funny because you talked about you know going in as a freshman and I think it's and, and I again, I've never been in this position, walked through a little bit with Austin, but I think you get enamored by the facilities and the color mm-hmm. of the uniform and the, yeah. the <laughs> you know there's probably yeah, a lot I'm of done. other things too as a freshman coming out, you know mm-hmm. when you're a senior in high school. but now that you've been there done that, what you just mm-hmm. talked about is more granular stuff like you know can I play. And what's mm-hmm. the scheme? And I don't know that a lot of guys, so I think anybody listening to this that's in high school, listen to what Gage is saying, because those things all matter when you get on campus. Yeah. They're really important, you know, besides the color of the uniforms and what shoe deal you might get. So let me ask you, has NIL played in at all for you? I know NIL is another thing. We talked about transfer portal, but the other thing is changing collegiate sports is the NIL.
1: Has it played in at all for you? Not necessarily in the this decision just because like all the schools I was talking to, like the NIO is kinda like similar. I feel like for a lot of like especially like here in like Virginia taking two schools I took official visits to and then I was also gonna take one in Utah. Like just talking to other people and stuff like the NIO, all of that was very similar and like it's good, it's positive. So like I was happy really with all of them. So it didn't really play part into my decision to come here. But I would say that like I don't know, NIO isn't a big topic these days and like It's kind of, I don't know, it's wild to me, too. I'm not going to lie. As a player, it's crazy, too, because, like, things that would feel like, like, it feels, like, weird almost because, like, you grow up and you're like, oh, like, you're seeing college players get in trouble for accepting, like, money and stuff like that. You're seeing, like, a guy like Reggie Blass and, like, things like that. So, like, you know, like, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of weird to me, too. But I don't know. It's, It's cool, though. I like it.
0: Well, I hope you benefit from it. I mean, because mm-hmm. it is, look, it's, yeah. it's there, it's available for everyone. And, and like you mm-hmm. said, it feels uncomfortable when you see a basketball player, you know, repping a car dealer or something. It's like oh we, yeah. No, like, Ooh, that's a violation. And it's not mm-hmm. anymore. Yes, like it's the I wild know. West yeah. now. So I mm-hmm. hope you get a lot of deals with Kansas. Yeah. Uh, what, oh, yeah. what are your thoughts about playing big 12? It's, it is the
1: big 12, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's big, big 12, 12 versus big 10. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts about that? So, the Big Ten, like, to me as a football convert, is more of, like, run-heavy power offense, like, very, like, slow, methodical, like, sound defense, like, things like that. That's kind of what comes to mind. And in Big 12, the biggest thing I've seen so far is it's, like, speed. yes, is a mess. And it's, right. like, air raid in a sense. Like, just watching film of, like, the games from, like, Kansas, last year, uh, It's a lot of, like, a lot more passing, a lot of different concepts, like, not as power, like, downhill runs, more, like, zone, you know, weaker kind of runs, So, honestly, like, I feel like that kind of style of football fits my style of play a little more and size and things like that. So, I mean, Big Ten, like, definitely very physical. Big 12 is also physical, but it's a different kind of physical. Yeah. And so, I feel like, yeah, definitely. Like, there's a difference, I would say, but, I mean, until I play in, like, the games, I'll be able to give, like, achieve, a like, to play answer on that. But, this from what I've seen, like, so far, those are, like, the things I've noticed.
0: So what we, I have one more question for you, but first for anybody listening, if you've listened this long, we are working on possibly some in season podcast stuff. So we will be hearing more from Gage and you know, I could tell you from Columbus, Ohio, and I'm sure wherever Austin is, we'll be watching because we're fans. Uh, Love you, love your family and always appreciate appreciate your support of me and and everything I've done. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so Mm -hmm. very, very proud of you. Last question is, did you look at North Carolina?
1: <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> none of the coaches hit me up, so I didn't know. I Come on, Mac. Come on, Mac. No, yeah, they didn't. They not reach out. Unfortunately, but you know they got a good program over there, football wise. Like it's 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 on the out for real. Like I heard a lot about them last season. You know they got some good players. So.
0: Yeah, they That's lost like a lot of good players, play. so I, there was probably some opportunity. Yeah. And their defense is mm-hmm. terrible. So I don't want, <laughs> i
1: not
0: <don't> like to see. <laughs> I mean, Definitely they could score on anybody, but they can't stop anybody. <laughs> <All right>. So <laughs> it would have been nice to see Gage Keys on that line, uh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, see <laughs> All right. You coming so, home anytime soon?
1: Yeah, so I'll be home, I think, from the 17th to, like, the 24th in the summer in May. And then I might come back the week before fall camp starts. I'll probably be there for that week. Too. And those are really the only breaks, I guess, I'll have this summer. All
0: right. Well, we're going to talk again soon. We're going to put some plot, you know, to what we talked about earlier man I appreciate you thanks for coming on thanks for believing yeah. in us and, and giving us the platform to share your story and just spending some time chopping it up talking about all the things we did I, th- I think it's informative for people because it's real easy for us as fans to just sit back and have opinions on NIL and recruiting and you know transfer portal and it, it, at the end of the day we don't know you know you, you've, been in, you've been in the arena and so uh, but we're proud of you always Hilliards just very very proud of you always appreciate it for sure that means a lot all right, brother. We'll talk again very soon. Thanks for coming on. Yes, and sir, uh,
1: Sounds good.
0: All right. We'll talk soon. And keep, stay yes, stay in touch because there's more coming from Gage.
1: Oh, yeah. We'll say y'all we some big things. Probably. Sure. So, yes, sure.
0: Thank you for listening to the latest episode of the Unscripted Podcast. Please remember to like and share. We'll be back soon with another amazing guest. But until then, remember to live each day unscripted.